I'm Bobby Navia. And I am Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome back, everybody, to the couch. Uh, another week, another episode. Uh, we're going to do a little something different here. We were in the middle. Oh, this is this is not just another episode, Bobby. It's not just another episode. <laughs> no, this is true. This is, this is true. This is not just... A, I, just I, just have to, I just have to jump into it. I'm sorry. I, I, like, I can't. We, you know, if anyone's been listening, <laughs> we've been watching the Spider-Man trilogy, Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. And we did one and two, and then we finally just did three. And Bobby, I fucking hate this movie. Yeah, it's bad. Passionately <laughs> despise this thing. Like it's bad. I was having I was having a physical reaction while watching it, like <laughs> to how bad it was. Yeah. I mean, I, I when I texted you, you started it like like forty minutes after I did. Yes. And I think we finished watching it around the same time. Mm-hmm. Because I kept going outside to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> like, I, I, this movie, it's like two hours and 13 grueling minutes. And I, like, I kept checking the time, the display, and I was like, oh, fuck, there's like 45 <laughs> minutes left. And so I, I was just like, fuck it, I'm just pausing it. I'd go have another cigarette, and then I'd be like, all right, we got to be getting close to the end. And I'd look, and I'm like, 25 minutes left. No, I got, I need another break. Um, I, this is just, it is a utterly joyless excursion through the cinematic dreamscape of a bored, stupid mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like, I, I don't, I. Well, I was going to do this. I made, I made this very small list to just basically say like, you and I were texting about this yesterday and you were, yeah. and you were just like. I'm very fine with just saying this movie sucks cock and let's move along, right? And then yeah. I was thinking like what's what's a good way to just sort of like barrel all this into something pretty, <laughs> you know, succinct, you yeah. know? Because I'm pretty sure we could spend just as long as that movie is and just, you know, Bobby, this is you did, this is everything I wrote down while watching the movie. This is what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I, I was enjoying writing more than watching. It gave me something to do to write stuff down. Like, like Spider-Man 1 and 2 is like I wrote maybe, you know, like like that many notes. Yeah. Because it was just like, yeah, this is great because, you know, I don't need all this additional information. I know what I want to talk about here. I just need this little jog or whatever, or this little moment, you yeah. know, as a jumping off point. But this was like, no, I'm, gonna, I'm going to make a detailed catalog of all of my grievances with this film because it is, <laughs> because I don't want to watch it. <laughs> there were a number of times I thought about just turning it off and like just reading the Wikipedia like summary. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So we could just talk it and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally watch the whole thing. This is <laughs> yeah. yeah, that shot late in the movie. Remember that. That was sure. pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> uh, but no, stuck it out. Uh, you know, some some of us still have some integrity. Some podcasters around here, you and I, we will suffer through this entire piece of shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, to to report back to you guys, but um, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, when you texted, uh, it was like I, you know, I, like nobody likes this movie. I don't think. I mean, it has a it has a shockingly high rating on IMDb still. Even Metacritic, it's only at like a fifty nine or something. Oh wow. You know, this should be this should be like a three. Yeah, 
Yeah. Maybe. You know, there's like one asshole <clears throat> writes a good review because he's like, fuck all these other people, you know, and tries to defend it. That whatever that guy is and uh, whoever that guy is in uh, New York that always does that shit. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Said that Transformers Ar- 2 is like high art or something. Ar- Armand White, right? Armand White. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he'd be the one good review of Spider-Man 3. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked that there's even that level of, you know, uh, acceptance for it. Because mm-hmm. um, this is, it's, it's, it's unacceptable. And it's, it's in, entirely inexcusable from front to back. Yes. Yeah. Everything about this movie, except for uh, Bruce Campbell's cameo, is delightful, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretend, just making fun of French people. I was actually, I was telling Hannah about it, and I was laughing because I was like, I feel like French people are the one, like, group of people it's still totally cool to make fun of. <laughs> you know, like, you would just make fun of French people, and even, I don't know, like, the most woke-ass people on the internet will be like, ah, yeah, fucking French people. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> fucking arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you know, I'm, I'm I was happy to see. I felt like that aged well. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can actually still do this now. Like this is this is cool. Yeah. Um, and then James Franco eating a slice of pie and saying, so, so good. good. <laughs> How's that pie, Dorian? <laughs> so good. <laughs> I totally I, forgot I, about that scene, and it was like, oh my god. I mean, that was a total, I, I can only imagine that James Franco, when he watched that, was like, I can't believe they used that take. You know, like, that, that was the total, like, we're joking around, hey, just take it to 11, James, you know, like, really, give me a full-on, like, bite and smile, you know, like, commercial, <laughs> you know, moment here, and he fucking nails it. <laughs> I, uh, I thought, like, after he had his, after he has the accident, and he wakes up and stuff in the hospital and Mary Jane... And Peter go to visit him. Uh, I was like, man, I was like, James Franco is just like his character Saul from uh, Pineapple Express, like through the whole movie. That's all I could think about. And then when I was like researching trivia, he was actually shooting both of these movies back to back. So I was like, this makes so much sense to me. That is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. No, dude, I was like, I I was like, he. (laughs) He's kind of playing this like he's like half retarded. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, it was a little, it was embarrassing to watch because you were like, I don't, I don't think this has aged well. No. You kind of look like you're making fun of people with <laughs> mental disabilities right now. <laughs> like, or head traumas for at least. Yeah. I know. It was really how it played. It was just way too like, oh, whoa, I have such a big house. Yeah. Isn't this cool, Pete? <laughs> it was rough, but. Um, but yeah, so anyway, we're like, you know, nobody fucking likes this movie, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. So it, does it really make sense to spend like an hour listing the myriad sins of, of Spider-Man 3? And it's kind of like, no, I got it all. I kind of got it all out. Um, it's not in, It's in not my... going to feel good to rag on it because of just the horrible experience of watching it. Yeah, I know. It's like the longer I talk about it, the longer it's like alive in my mind, you yeah. know. And I and I would like to be shed of this this cumbersome thing. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so it's, it's nasty. I got I got. Uh, unless you want to add anything else, I got one question for you, and then yeah, we can, I, we can I got, we, go for it. Uh, I got two quick things I want to do. Uh, okay. I want to say about it, but but please uh, uh, proceed. I was gonna say. Um, I was thinking of other uh, 
third movies that I would take over this movie? All, all I could think about was Hellraiser 3. Okay. Like the whole time. I, I just kept thinking about Hellraiser 3 because I was like, it's first off, um, Hellraiser 3 is like 90 minutes. So Oh, perfect. Done. Yeah, you're you know, it's it's <laughs> it's over fifteen minutes before Venom even shows up in Spider Man yes. 3. <laughs> right, right. Which is an hour and forty five minutes into the movie. I, I did make note of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but uh uh, yeah, so there's that, but also, like, I can laugh at Hellraiser. Like, Hellraiser 3 is, like, it's it's funny how bad it is. Yeah. Um, and it's actually quite comedic <laughs> when it's when it's not supposed to be at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, the new Cenobites, uh, they just crack me up, man. There's one guy that's, like, a, he's, like, a TV news reporter cameraman, and he's just got, like, <laughs> he's got, like, a zoom lens in his, yeah, he's got, like, a zoom lens in his eye. And... Uh, <laughs> God. And they like, they blow up like a whole city block because that's what you know is cool about Cenobites is their ability to blow up cars, um, which is featured prominently in Hellraiser Three. Never knew they could do that or wanted to, but they do it a I bunch. S- I think I saw that that particular sequence. Somewhere. Yeah, and they yeah. and they blow up a car, and then this uh, this guy with the zoom lens in his eye like walks into this awkward close up and just delivers his one liner. That's a wrap. Nice. And yeah, it's. I mean, it's like, oh, you just, <laughs> you don't, you don't get that purity of, of shit. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That is, that is like a, I don't know. It's the definition of a, like a turd that doesn't stink. You almost kind of admire it. You're like, wow, how does it not smell? I mean, it's clearly a turd, but it's, yeah, <laughs> there's something fascinating about it. It doesn't smell. Why doesn't it smell? It's a turd. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I would watch Hellraiser 3 over Spider-Man 3 for sure. I would watch just about any number 3 over this. I made a list of 3s that I would take over this. But lay it on me. Okay. My first one I would take, Blade Trinity. Mm. In mm-hmm. which Blade fights Dracula. This is a real movie. <laughs> I've actually never seen it. <laughs> I just, I heard how bad it was. You know, it's, I loved Blade and Blade 2, yeah. but I heard Trinity was so bad that I just didn't even bother. It's pretty bad, but I'd still take yeah. it over. Uh, because I just recently rewatched it, Matrix Revolutions. Fuck yeah, I would take that movie over this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, the Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, which has Jet Li as a fucking mummy, and they replace Rachel Weisz with another actress. Yeah. Um, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Oh, man. Yeah. In which Arnold fights a female Terminator. Mm-hmm. Uh, RoboCop 3. In which Robocop Ooh. fights a Robo Ninja. <laughs> sure does. And he has a jetpack. And he's got a jetpack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm almost done. Uh, Jurassic Park 3. Ooh, nice. Where Alan Grant goes back to the island and the Velociraptors can magically talk to each other now. They're smarter than us. Yeah. Uh, and my last two are Highlander 3, because I just watched it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to jump the shark with this one. Die Hard 5. Oh. <laughs> Die Hard 5 is a better... You'll take that over over this over as a 3? Yeah. Okay. Because I like, right. I like uh, you know, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance so much. It's amazing. It's, yeah. it's just such a great movie. Uh, and I, I have, I'm okay with 4, but Die Hard 5 is... 
It's fucking bad. Yeah, it's horrible. I've it never is, seen that one either. It's yeah. terrible, but I would take it over Spider-Man. Gotcha. Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I, I just want to say, yeah, so the two quick things I want to say is, number one, like, the main problem here is, like, everything we've talked about that was so good about 1 and 2 that, like, Sam Raimi's fingerprints are all over this those movies. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what makes them so awesome and so cool. Like, he is nowhere to be found in this film. There, I mean, he is buried under like the pressures of a three hundred million dollar budget. You know, that's that's how it happened. That's how it went down. Like even the moments of the movie that you can tell, because him and his brother wrote the script, mm-hmm. which I don't think was a good idea. No, um, I mean you're you're not Michael Shaben, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, or the Smallville guys. You yeah, know? like they're those are I think people a little more qualified for this type of work. Um, you'll direct the shit out of it, yes, but you know the the writing duties should have gone elsewhere. Right. Um, but yeah, no. Even the moments that you can tell he wrote in is like these are going to be these like Sam Raimi moments are shot in the most just like perfunctory way mm-hmm. that they just become these like just stupid scenes that have no life to them and are supposed to be this comedic beat, but they're just like awkward. Yeah. And they're not funny. <laughs> and um, and why can Peter Parker play piano now? I it's very strange um all of the choices made but so the one i think the one thing that could potentially be of value to of of this movie is anyone uh anyone who's interested in understanding what a vfx supervisor does (laughs) i think would do well i think could learn a lot from watching this trilogy yes because John Dykstra did one and two. Mm-hmm. He was the visual effects supervisor. And as we discussed on the previous episodes, the visual effects actually held up really well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely moments where it's just like, sure, just the technology of 2004 isn't as good as it is now. Right. But in general, like, the you know, those sequences still totally work. You know, you're not sitting there like, oh, this is totally just dated garbage. You know, it's right. like, no, it's still cool as fuck. Um, this one, dude, the VFX in this movie suck. Yeah, they're really bad. They're really, really, really rough. They're very, very bad. And it's it's you can tell so much like about the VFX direction from the way that these are done. Like, A, I think one of the big things with this movie that I feel is a huge misstep was there was this giant priority uh, to placed on seeing the actors' faces in the CGI sequences. Mm-hmm. So the whole Green Goblin Spider-Man fight at the beginning of the movie, neither of them has a mask on. And they keep doing these bad shots because they're, you know, they're they're like trying to introduce depth into the shots. So characters are constantly moving further away from camera and like really f- close up into like foreground close ups. So they can try to put like, you know, the actor's faces and you'd be like, look, it's James Franco. Look, it's Tobey Maguire. You know, they're actually doing this stuff. And we all know they're not. Yeah. And what you end up with is this like fucking horror show composite of like a cgi body with this like you know green screen face on it of like you know (laughs) photorealistic of the actor's face yeah yeah you know just like pasted onto it and then as they recede it goes back to being all cgi Mm -hmm. and there's these weird transitions and it just looks very bad Mm -hmm. um it, it really draws your attention to how bad the vfx are right um and and furthermore it all to me like all the vfx in this movie to me feel like tech demos Mm -hmm. like they're all just about like hey we have this particle technology so let's do sandman because then we can show off how we can put like a million particles on screen at once 
right. and we'll have the camera fucking fly around in circles all over the place to show off like how powerful our technology is yeah you know yeah. and but there's no like dykstra you could tell has an eye for storytelling yes and like his visual effects work the way that he directs and puts together his visual effects shots do a very good job of storytelling mm-hmm. you know and keeping the action fluid and clear and this one again was just all about yeah like you know what you'd see more so in like modern day action films where they just pile on like you know like a car crashes into a truck and then the truck flips over uh and the dumpster detaches and starts sliding (laughs) down the street and all the stone concrete like you know construction garbage comes flying out of it and shoots through the windows of a building and there's like a mom with her stroller who's got her headphones in so she's not paying attention (laughs) and you know there's just like a hundred things and then like when spider-man goes in to like try to save her you know two more explosions go off and like you know uh, he thinks he gets away from them but then like a telephone pole gets knocked over and now that's gonna hit him and you know it's just they just like pile on like thing after thing after thing after thing Instead of just, like, making a good action sequence, you know? <laughs> like, and and they did such a good job of it in 1 and 2, but this one is, like, it, it was really sad to watch because it was, like, watching this made me feel, like, you know, I got the exact same feeling from these action sequences as, like, the Transformers movies, any, like, modern action Bay, you know, Michael Bay movie or, like, action film, really, where they just feel like they have to do this, you know, this kind of VFX work where they just pile on. You know, because VFX work, there's nothing special now. Every movie's pretty much got that mm-hmm. shit. So, you know, they're just trying to show off by making it, like, you know, bigger and more than the other movies, you know? Right. And they just end up, like, piling on all these, like, really contrived things that aren't really that interesting or don't add anything to the scenes whatsoever. Because, again, it's all fake. Like, that's really the thing you're combating is, like, CGI doesn't look real. Mm-hmm. We don't feel any gravity or stakes to any of it because it just looks like a fucking video game, you know? And throwing more stuff into the frame or, you know, more quote-unquote, like, dangers into the situation doesn't really, like, alleviate that. Right. It for, my, for me, it just draws more attention to it because it just feels even more fake and controlled, yeah. like, what's happening on screen. But, you know, again, Dykstra was just, like, him and Sam Raimi found this great balance of, like, you know, let's just use it when we really need it, but let's get a lot of practical stuff in there, too. And just have a good blend of this, like, throughout the entire scene. Um, but, you know, then that that Green Goblin Spider-Man fight at the beginning of 3 is just like, nope. This is just, we just filmed their faces yeah. and awkwardly slapped them in to this really uninteresting fucking sequence. Because it's just this camera flying around the two of them mm-hmm. while they do all these, like, wildly impossible things that you can't even see because they're cramming so much shit into the screen at once. Right. And, um, you know, and, and so, yeah. So, to my point... That's what a visual effects supervisor does <laughs> uh, and can really make or break those movies, you know, the movie. And I think it's just it was really clear cut to me It was because that's like the first big action sequence in Spider-Man 3 is that Green Goblin fight. Mm-hmm. And just watch. I was like immediately taken aback. I was like, OK, why is this so much worse? Yeah. I mean, it, it looks worse. The fight sucks. Like everything about this. I'm like, OK, let's what what's really happening here that's making this so much shittier because you know the other movies again had some dated looking vfx that wasn't the problem you know they were still worked just fine as scenes but this thing just you know from a like visual storytelling standpoint did not have a fucking leg to stand on it was seriously i'm 100 percent certain it was just like hey we got these sponsorships from these like four technology partners Mm -hmm. you know or like software developers 
And so we've got to use this physics engine. We're going to use this particle engine. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to do all this and shit. And, you know, it's just like you just have to pile that stuff on until you end up with just like a soup, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like that whole scene was just like a soup of nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it just somehow the movie manages to get even worse from there. But so anyway, so those are two things. VFX supervisor's role becomes pretty clear in this movie. And also, where did Sam Raimi go? I, I don't. He was just gone. I think he was just burned out, dude. I you know what? Like this was I, like I, I don't know what the what the timeline was of, you know, it's become like more and more now where, you know, you're you're like setting a date like studios are setting a date a year or two years ahead of like even casting or a script being completed, you know, but like this is, this is just, this whole movie is just a prime example of like, um, it kind of is almost like, uh, you know, and I don't keep going back to it as like a joke, but it is almost kind of like episode nine. Like this Spider-Man three is Spider-Man fan service, the movie, and that's mm-hmm. what episode nine is like. It's a it's a movie made by committee, and let's let's look at what everybody is. I don't think I don't think Twitter or Facebook were that huge when this movie came out. I'm sure they were, but mm. um, you know, this one as I was reading more of the trivia behind it, it was a lot of like, you know, the fans wanted Venom in the movie, and that's why the character yeah. of Venom is in the movie because the fans wanted it, and the producers were like, well, we got to service the fans, so sandwich it in there you know that kind of thing and uh yeah and what's the worst what's the worst possible casting we could do for this character there was like a part of me that it's it's really 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 bad casting but i feel like if you know which which didn't happen if there was like obviously a better script i feel like i could see topher grace as like the mirror image of toby Maguire. like there's mm-hmm. a couple of scenes when they're in the daily bugle and i'm just like yeah this is this guy is just like the you know, the weaselly version of Tobey Maguire. And I would kind of dig it if this movie was maybe better or had like a purpose for him, yeah. but doesn't, you know? So um, no, it, yeah, it was really, really, really terrible. But his entire thing, it's like, we're supposed to be cool with like all the shit that befalls him just because like, he's a douche, yeah. you know? It's like, well, that's not a reason to murder somebody, <laughs> you know? Like he fucking dies at the end of this thing. And like, you know, the symbiote again, like it, you know, he, uh, like, you know, it, it amplifies your aggression and shit like that. So it's like, sure, he was pissed, at, you know, about Peter and, like, stuff like that. But I don't know. It just, that was the only, you know, like, element to his character at all was just like, well, he's a douche. And so, like, we can just, you know, they're trying to, like, give this human element to their villains in all the movies. Mm-hmm. And even Sandman, you know, they try to do. And then this one, they're like, no, nah, but this guy, he just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, so that's why he's a perfect Venom, because he's a fucking douchebag. Right, exactly. So whatever happens is fine. <laughs> but, man, yeah, his, I mean, his voice, too, just, like, when he was, the first time he shows up and he's, like, crawling on the wall and talks to Sandman for the first time, you're just like, dude, that voice is not good for Venom <laughs> at no, all. It was really, really, really bad. Yeah. Uh, I, as I was reading more of the trivia, uh, I read that at some point they were considering making the butler uh, of the Osborne house just yeah. like uh, like a figment of a ma- of uh, Franco's imagination. <laughs> you know why I was not? Like... I mean, you know that that you know that would have been like uh, that would have been as good as the scene they already have there, where just this fucking you know old bag of bones that just like 
you know, creeps around the the Osborne estate. And he waits three fucking movies to tell you about the dad's injury? Like... I know. And also, and how's this guy an expert on, like, fucking gliders and knife wounds, you know, and, like, you know, blade wounds, where he, like, looks at it and he's like, oh, no, that wound definitely came from his glider. (laughs) So that, that, and it's like, Spider-Man couldn't have used the glider to kill him, and he was like, that proves without a doubt that he took his own life. And you're like, it's, it doesn't at all. And also, who are you again? (laughs) Come here. Okay, can we just call you not Alfred? Yeah. Because you're you're clearly just not Alfred, you know. But you're going to be there's there's so many like Batman things about the Osborne, mm-hmm. you know, thing that it's like it it seems like like Sam Raimi was kind of angling like I love Spidey, but I really want to do Batman. <laughs> so I'm gonna like, you know, we talked about Willem Dafoe kind of has like a Jokery laugh. Oh yeah, he does as Green Goblin also in the first yeah. one. But yeah, I mean everything about even Harry's whole thing is like. You know, he's, he's, yeah, he's just, like, the corrupted version of Batman. Like, he's still got a bat cave, <laughs> you know, that looks like a fucking Apple store. And, uh, he's got, you know, fucking rich kid. Mm-hmm. Decides to, you know, play superhero with his money. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of similarities there. But, uh, anyway. This movie sucks cock by choice. That's really... It does. It does. Yeah. There was one more bit of trivia that I thought was pretty funny. As the more and more I read trivia, I was like, "This sounds like just a more insane, better movie." But um, the one, the one bit that I thought was kind of good, and at least for me, this will be like the last thing I definitely want to say about Spider-Man Three. But uh, yeah, that uh, you know, the end of two sets up a possible third movie like so well, just emotionally perfectly like yeah. just as like a the we're going into the next movie with so much emotional baggage you know like um and one of the one of the trivia points in it was um that you know franco does the transformation like his father did in the first one in that chamber with the smoke with the green smoke and stuff and that he's mm-hmm. done it so much that throughout throughout three it's actually driving him more insane and poisoning his body um, as like mm. a side effect, which is driving him, you know, more and more crazy in whatever story they would have come up with that was just centered around like Peter, MJ, you know, that triangle of yeah, it's where it should yeah stayed. of characters, you know what I mean to go yeah. to to do that because that would have just been a lot, you know, a a way way better, you know, character wise, and they didn't have too much more on it, but just the fact that it's. Um, because I don't think it it wasn't poisoning Norman at all. It was just sort of driving him crazy. But to see it maybe to go another yeah. level with, with uh, with you know Franco's character with Harry, and then in that it's like poisoning him would have been really cool. They end up kind of doing it in uh, Andrew Garfield's second movie. Oh, okay, yeah, it'd have been cool if he was like starting to turn green and he's just like coughing up blood and shit. Yeah, just just yeah. real nasty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it would have been awesome. So, like while he's fighting Spider Man, he's just like coughing blood all over. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. sick. What are you gonna yeah. do? Uh, yes, uh, uh, never, ever, ever rent, watch, don't ever do this movie, listeners. No, it should. This movie should never be seen by anyone. I can't believe I've fucking seen it twice now. Like I, I wish I don't know why my memory. I'm like I remember not liking it when I originally saw yeah. it in theaters. But I really, I feel like I should remember fucking hating this yeah. because this is shit. I mean, a guy made out of sand cries at the end of this movie. 
<laughs> like his body, it's just sand. He's basically a sand castle shaped like Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. That's it. They made a point of like showing this to you. Like he shouldn't, he doesn't need to breathe. He doesn't have lungs. He has sand in the middle. <laughs> it's just a clump of sand. And then there's an exterior shell that's formed like Thomas Hayden Church. And also, moisture is his fucking enemy. <laughs> this is his weakness in the movie, is moisture, and he cries. He's made of sand. And he cries. Yep. That's the level of thought that went into this film. I think that right there just kind of... Sums it up. Kind of sums it sums it all up for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, can we never think of or speak of this movie again? Um... Only in uh, James Franco memes, though. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that lives on yeah. forever. Yeah. So, so good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, what a, what a what moment. What a fucking treat. All right. Um, 